0: Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shea Pate. Oh well, well, today is Fantastic Fellows Friday, but I've decided as usual, because of the current news situation, to change it to something else. And I'm going to move my Fantastic Fellows Friday that I was going to do today to next Friday, because today we're going to do fantastic Frenzy Friday. And the reason why I decided to do a Frenzy Friday is because what's happening all over the news. The word Frenzy, I had to Google it so I can make sure I get the definition correctly. Frenzy is defined as a state or period of uncontrolled excitement or wild behavior. And because of what I've been hearing the last 24 hours on the news, especially how the Reddit message board affected the stock market. Now, I'm just hearing about this in the last 24 hours, and it sounds like this all just like blew up this week. And it's really interesting. It's like all over social media and the internet. So when I Googled Reddit stock, I mean, a zillion things came up. So I had to really just narrow it down. So, what I decided to do is just let you guys um, hear some of the things that I found. And I did some research on a whole bunch of different websites. One website, The Verge, I'm going to be honest, I had never even heard of it, but it was really interesting. And MarketWatch.com, now I invest in stock. I'll just put that out there. So I've seen MarketWatch shows, so I didn't know about the MarketWatch.com website, but it gave me some information that I'm going to mention in here. And as I always say, in all of my episodes, I put my sources, because that's what you're supposed to do. And you can always go verify it from my sources. And of course, the Washington Post uh, website had a lot on it. It's just so much to talk about. So I had to really think of how I wanted to narrow it down. And this morning on MSNBC Morning Joe, I caught a glimpse of someone talking about this. So what I'm going to do is play what I heard on that. But it was really interesting. I saw a gentleman named Brett Ahrens. I think is how his last name is pronounced. He did an open letter. It's called Opinion. An open letter to the GameStop army on Reddit. And he said that he wanted to point out that this is gambling, not investing. So there is a difference. But to me investing is gambling and he does a, a open letter and he starts it off with saying if you're one of the thousands maybe tens of thousands who made money this week from the game stock ramp this is for you first many congratulations if you just made bank especially if you cash in your gains before the stocks 44 percent plunge On Thursday. So what happened is um, everybody that bought into the stock made a lot of money. And if they didn't sell it right away, they probably lost a lot of money. He goes on to say all free money is good. But making it by beating hedge fund managers at their own game is especially sweet. This is still him. Funny, isn't it? How it's not market manipulation when they do it. And that's the hedge funds and the big stock companies. But it is when the peasants do the same thing. Look at that double standard. You go here, Brett. Then he has a second point, And it says, please don't confuse luck or a bull market with genius. You're not the first people to make free money and you won't be the last. Whenever there's a bubble, somebody makes a windfall. The question isn't how much you make, but how much you keep. Now, I just, I, I, bravo Brett, because I just want to tell people, and I tell people this all the time about the stock market. When you invest in the stock market, you need to make sure whatever money you're investing is money you can take a chance of losing. I have a lot of friends who call me and just ask me questions. I don't know why they call me because I'm not a stock guru. My niece, who is a financial analyst, she has to teach me. Well, she has taught me different ways to check on uh, investments and how you can check different things to see if the, the, the stock is going up or down. And I'm no expert. Now, I must admit, I have friends that work on Wall Street in New York. And they tried to teach me a little bit, but it was just a little too complicated for me. So I decided to do my 401k investing. Those are in different, bigger things like bonds and stuff. But, you know, there's a lot of places. I keep hearing about Robinhood. As a matter of fact, a couple of friends mentioned Robinhood to me. I've seen a commercial. I don't know that much about it. As you know, E-Tray is all over the place. And actually... As just a peasant. <laughs> I am um, did I do have an e-trade account and I've done a lot of investing in the last couple of months. So I'm no expert on any of this. So I found this fascinating though. And the funny thing is, everybody is blaming the Reddit message board. And so I just wanna talk about all this, because this is actually funny to me that the small people made a profit. And everybody's mad because you're going to hear how uh, Congress is is really upset and what they're trying to do, probably starting today. And the funny thing is I had never heard of Reddick. And when I really, really start hearing about Reddick is when the great Serena Williams was dating and is now married to one of the co-founders of Reddick. In case you didn't know that, her husband... Alexis Kerry oh, Ohanian, if I pronounce his name wrong, forgive me. Um, he is a, an American internet entrepreneur and investor, and he's best known as one of the co-founders and executive chairs of the social news website, Reddit. He, along with Steve Huffman and Aaron Swartz. And so I said, let me go read a little bit about him and how he came up with this. So I was saying that after graduating from the University of Virginia in 2005 with a degree in commerce and history, he and his friend Steve Huffman pitched the idea, My Mobile Menu, to Y Combinator. I don't know nothing about these companies. The company decided to pass on the idea, but encouraged the two of them to come up with another idea it could potentially fund. They later came up with Reddit.com with the goal of it becoming the front page of the internet. Then Reddick joined Y Combinator's first batch of startups in the summer of 2005 and was later acquired by Condé Nast in 2006 for an undisclosed amount between $10 million and $20 million. He continued to work closely with Reddick as a member of his board of directors. He returned to Reddick full-time with co-founder uh, Mr. Huffman, Steve Huffman, in July 2015 to lead the now independent company. He stepped back from the company in February 2018 to return to focusing on investing. Now that was the first time me, I'm just saying me, ever heard of Reddit? You know, I'm sure the young people know a whole bunch about Reddit, But uh, Reddick and <laughs> the board them done some things this week to make a lot of people upset. So, I like I said, I went and found so much. So, I'm just going to let you guys just kind of listen to some of the things that I heard. And one of the questions was, What you need to, I mean, one of the uh, categories I read was, What you need to know about game stocks, game stops, stock price chaos. And those who are video gamers, which I am not. I know who GameStop is. GameStop is a video store where you can rent games and think you can do more than that. I'm, I'm, I think I've been in a few of them, but I've been with people. As a matter of fact, I had a cousin who came down. He was a video buff and we went to a GameStop and he actually could rent equipment and video games. I thought that was interesting. So it's, it's, it's something that a lot of people play video games before pandemic. Excuse me before the pandemic, but I'm sure a lot of people probably play even more now But they were saying that you can do a lot of stuff online now. So the going into the store isn't as popular as it has been But I still want to um, talk about this article I read what you need to know about Game stock stock price chaos See you're hearing frenzy you're hearing chaos. So like I said, it's so much all over the place So this was a big deal So I want to talk about this article. And it says, here's how ordinary investors spurred on by a Reddit message board. See, this is how powerful the internet is. And the younger generation, everything is electronic. So pay attention to the internet because this is how all this started on a message board. It took on the big Wall Street funds and sent share prices soaring. For the video game retailer, GameStop's improbable run has lifted its stock to mediocre heights, all propelled by ordinary investors spurred by a Reddit message board looking to show up the Wall Street funds that bet big money on the shares to fall. Now, they use the word frenzy, too. That's so funny. I kept hearing the word all yesterday, and I'm like, that's what why I had to do a fantastic frenzy Friday. They go on to say the frenzied trading has ca- um catapulted the video games retailer's val, val- ooh, valuation to nearly 20 billion would it be 20 billion a 14 fold increase from 1 month ago. Prices have risen so fast and the drama over its stock trading has consumed so much attention that members of President Biden's administration and the United States Securities and Exchange Commission were compelled to say they were monitoring the situation. Regular investors have opened have openly rebelled against the deep pocket hedge funds that view GameStop as a mall-based dinosaur destined to go the way of the record store. So by yesterday Thursday they had powered the stock up. Oh my goodness. Now I'm gonna tell you I didn't this is my I mean I read it but I didn't really read it like I'm reading it now. 928%. Now think about that. Not 100%, 928% since the beginning of the year. Now keep in mind this is only January. Wow, that is mm. so. If you were a small investor, if you were smart and got sold in and got out, you are really rich this morning. Wow, that is crazy. So, people claiming to have purchased GameStop shares have framed their efforts as a financial rebellion, collective payback for the Wall Street giants to place what they view as reckless bets and have long exploited the financial system at the expense of the little people. You know what, guys? I'm going to tell you something. I am so proud of these young people because first we had people, you know, marching for justice and inequality. And now, you know, money, I don't care what you do, who you are, what you look like. Money runs everything, believe it or not. And someone told me years ago that the people that don't believe it are the people that have no money. Oh, well, can't think about it. So money, you know, the OJs had a song for the love of money. And you hear the phrase, money is the root of all evil. Money, money, money. So these people, and I know they're not all young people, but I'm sure a lot of them were young people from what I was reading then I turned the tables and made a whole bunch of money. Now everybody mad. That is really, really, wow. That is really crazy to me. Um, bravo to them. That's all I can say. So at the start of the year, GameStop, like I said, it was among the most highly targeted companies by short sellers. Investors who bet against a company and are rewarded when it, its stock prices fall to short a company a seller typically borrows a stock and then sell it with the intention of buying the stock back later once the price drops now i don't want to get too deep into the stock market but i think a lot of people need to start paying attention to it and a lot of people especially people of color need to get invested into the stock market and i always tell my friends you don't need to be rich to invest in the stock market if you got a hundred dollars you can still buy some shares and i'm gonna give you a perfect example before i continue i saw some shares of ford motor company stock that was nine dollars a share now for a hundred dollars you can buy 10 shares so think about that for those who may be interested in the stock market and go to places uh do some research and go to places that make it a little easier for you to understand i'm just busy and i know a little bit about the stock market and as i said with my 401k i'm doing like major type of investing in the stocks and bonds and uh, municipalities and stuff but i did decide this year to open up an e-trade account and uh the commercial was on point it was very easy it was easy to understand and to invest so i just want to kind of throw that out there for the lit- the listeners who think they can't invest in stock you don't need to be rich but i do suggest you make sure whatever money you use to invest that is money you can afford to lose that's just my suggestion anyway I'm gonna go on and finish uh talking about this article i was reading OK, when they were talking about the short sales, the seller then returns the shares to the entity from which you borrowed and pockets the difference in price. But should the short sellers get it wrong and the stock prices rise, because that has happened, they still have to cover their borrowed shares. So that's a dangerous move. If you think that you're going to buy something to make the stock prices go down and it doesn't, Mm, you're in a financial jam if you don't have to back up money. They are then forced to buy the stock back at a higher price in what's known as a short squeeze. In this situation, short sellers try to cut their losses and buy shares that they expect to lose value. This money losing squeeze can fuel a cycle of even higher prices as short sellers purchase more shares and drive stocks even higher. Well, well, well. The Senate is not happy at all. Because I found out this morning that they are getting ready to do an investigation. But before I talk about the investigation that they're about to hold regarding the stock market after the Reddit GameStop squeeze, I want to play. I was watching Morning Joe. This Is it yeah, Morning Joe Is that what it's called? Yeah, Morning, sorry Morning Joe this morning on MSNBC And they happen to have someone come on To talk about it So I want to um, like I, I'm always holding a handheld, And it's very easy for me to just See something, hear something And just start hitting record And as I always tell my listeners With the podcast game It's not as simple as recording and posting You have to edit, amplify, five, clip put waves together transfer it over to mp3s or whatever you're going to put on your uh, podcast site so you know i always say when i record stuff if there's noise in the background or the audio isn't clear if you go and find it online you're going to get the same audio i just you know try to enhance it if it's really bad so forgive me if there's any extras in this but i did want you guys to hear this guy talk So check this out.
1: Hedge funds were still able to make moves on these stocks. This caused a dip in shares for the high-flying stocks. GameStop dropped 44 percent. AMC down 57 percent. And other targets of Wall Street bets: Nokia, BlackBerry, Bed Bath and Beyond, Express, and Tootsie, all posted losses despite being up for the week. Boy, these platforms better call their lawyers. This move by the trading platforms ignited widespread criticism, and a group of individual investors even filed a class-action complaint against Robinhood yesterday, claiming that the platform deprived their customers of the ability to use their service as well as potential gains from trading for no legitimate reasons. Robinhood has since needed to emergency fundraise $1 billion from existing investors to support activity and will allow limited buys on Reddit stocks today. So
2: let's bring in Calmness and Business Insider uh, and host of KCRW's Left, Right and Center, Josh Barrow. You know, Josh, uh, I'm just a dumb country lawyer, (laughs) but if one of those platforms called me up and said, hey, listen, we think we're going to rig the market so we can, like, you know, we're not going to let so-and-so buy, and we're going to try to, I'd say, hey, 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 you know what? I, I, I can't help you here that much. I can just tell you that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Don't do it. They put themselves in problems, but let's talk first about Let's say this whole thing from 30,000 feet. I think this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. There are a lot of good people that have decided they're going to play in the market. And at the end of the day, the valuations for GameStop and the valuations for AMC are going to be the valuations. And a lot of people, I think, again, I don't know a whole lot about the market. That's why you're here. But it seems like they're going to lose their money. And in, 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 in the words of the old 1970s song, what goes up? must come down, and it's going to come down hard, isn't it, Josh? Yeah, yeah, I mean, some of those people who are upset that they weren't able to trade yesterday, Uh, that may have
3: saved them a lot of money in the end. Because, I mean, to to give you a sense, GameStop, you know, there had been a a dispute among investors for for a substantial period. GameStop is a retailer of video games, mostly brick and mortar. Um, And it's a declining business, like a lot of retail businesses. That activity has shifted online. People don't really buy physical video games so much anymore as they download things. Uh, And so the stock had been performing very poorly, and some people basically thought that business was going to continue and continue to decline. There was another story about GameStop that maybe they could pivot somewhat and become more of an online player and the stock had been beaten up too much. But where the stock is trading now, last I looked at after I was trading almost $400 a share, that makes GameStop worth about as much as Best Buy. Now, Best Buy has three times as many employees, about five times as many sales. Most importantly, Best Buy makes money. It made about a billion and a half dollars in 2019. GameStop lost about $400 million in that year. So these valuations are completely untethered from anything actually to do with the company. It's a frenzy and a fad. And yes, your, your instinct is correct. What what goes up in the long run, uh, stock prices, I mean, obviously the, the market doesn't price things perfectly, but in general, stock prices are supposed to reflect the present value of future profits that a company is going to make. Uh, and GameStop should not have gone on gone up by a factor of 100 based on that sort of analysis. Now, what's happened with the broker brokerage firms that have cut off trading, they're facing their own issues with the clearing firms that actually handle uh, closing these stock transactions. It takes a couple of days between when you trade and when the stuff in the pipes behind it actually moves the shares around. And the issue is, you know, if you, if, if you're, if you have an order to buy GameStop and then they figure out a couple of days later that you don't actually have the money in the account to cover that purchase, in a normal situation, that's fine. You find somebody else to buy the stock. It probably hasn't moved that much in price. Here, the concern is that two days from now, the share price will be way lower than it is and the clearing firm's not going to find somebody else to pay the price that you did. So they're going to Robinhood and the other brokerages and saying, you need to put up a ton of money in case this happens to us because handling these trades is so risky. So they are facing a real logistical issue here. That money that Robinhood raised should help them pay for more of that and have a more reliable service. But generally, I think, you know, the, the reason that the clearing firms are so are, are, are so nervous about this are reasons that investors should be so nervous about this. It doesn't make any sense that GameStop is trading at $400 a share or even $100 a share. Uh, this is, not, this is- not a reliable way to make money. And I think, you know, I think people are bored during the pandemic. There have been trends like this, not as high profile since the spring and the stock market has done great since the spring. Bitcoin is also up substantially since the spring. So if you're someone who you were sitting at home, you continued to receive your salary, you had extra money because you weren't going to restaurants, you weren't traveling. You're like, maybe I should get into the stock market. You have probably done pretty well over the last nine months, just because most things have gone up over the last nine months. And so I think a lot of people basically right. just think get into these frenzies, make money. That's it's not how it's
0: going to work in the long run. Well, I just hope his explanation helps a little bit because I didn't even understand what was going on. But today, the Senate wants to hold a hearing on the stock market after the Riddick Game Stock squeeze. Uh, Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio, he's a Democrat in Ohio, and he's the incoming chair of the Senate Banking Committee He announced yesterday that he plans to hold a hearing on the current state of the stock market in the wake of what just happened with GameStop, AMC, and other stocks. Wow, this is getting ready to be deep. He's quoted as saying, people on Wall Street only care about the rules when they're the ones getting hurt. American workers have known for years the Wall Street system is broken. They've been paying... Ain't that interesting? They've been paying the price. Now, that's what he said on yesterday. And then he continues to say, it's time for the SEC, which is the Security and Exchange Commission, and Congress to make the economy work for everyone, not just Wall Street. That's why as incoming chair of the Senate Banking and Housing Committee, I plan to hold a hearing to do that important work. And I agree with him. And then, Aunt Maxine, for those of the African-American community, we call Maxine Waters from California, Representative Maxine Waters, Democrat from California, Aunt Maxine. But let me be professional. Representative Maxine Waters, Democrat from California, who is the chair of the House Finance, Financial Services Committee, also pledged to investigate the activity. She's quoted as saying, I will convene a hearing to examine recent activity around GameStop, stock, and other impacted stocks. She said that in a statement yesterday. And she also said she'll do the investigation with a focus on short selling, online trading platforms, gamification, and their systemic. Oh, systemic is such a big. Were lately And their systemic impact On our capital markets And retail investors Excuse me And yesterday earlier uh, Ale- Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez A Democrat representative From New York She called on Congress To investigate the Robin Hood app Saying that the actions Against GameStop Were unacceptable Now, she and other progressives have followed suit with Representative Roe Connor, and if I pronounce these last names wrong, please forgive me, who is a Democrat out of California, to put out a statement saying, we're done letting hedge fund billionaires treat the stock market like their personal playground, then taking their ball home as soon as they lose. (laughs) We need more regulations and equality in the market. And on Wednesday of this week, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat out of Massachusetts, she also called for further regulations on the financial industry. And she's quoted as saying, it's long past due for the Security and Exchange Commission and other financial regulators to wake up and do their jobs. And with a new administration and Democrats running Congress, I intend to make sure they do. Wow. Well, I'm just going to tie this back into what I've been saying all along since I started this podcast. Who you elect does affect everyone. Now, look how them, this little frenzy that happened happened. Look how now it's in Congress. Now they're talking about regulations and things that need to change so that the little people can benefit and the million and billionaires don't keep getting all the money and getting richer and richer. So I want to say this once again. Pay attention to who you elect in office and not just at the presidential level, not even at the Senate and Congress level, but at the local level. Politicians will eventually affect your life. You don't have to be rich for it to affect your life. You don't have to be poor for it to affect your life. You don't have to be a certain race, a certain income. Eventually, people you elect do affect your life. So I just wanted to throw my two cents into this frenzy Friday. Because it is, you know, Friday's always the cleanup day where you clean up what happened throughout the week. And I just, this is like big news. You're probably going to hear about it for the next week or so because... There's a lot of people upset, and there's a whole bunch of peasants, as they call us. (laughs) I consider myself a peasant, if that's the definition. A lot of the peasants are happy and rich. I hope that they knew enough about it to sell it before it plunged. It sounded like it plunged yesterday. So if you benefited, congratulations. If you're not a millionaire or billionaire, I'm just going to say that. So that is my, instead of my Fantastic Fellows Friday, I decided to make today a Fantastic Frenzy Friday. And I will uh, do my episode that I was going to do today on next Friday. So I'm going to end this episode with asking you to follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A is in advocacy, capital L is in ladies. And we definitely would love for you to follow us on Any of the podcast channels that you have, we're on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, and Amazon Alexa. Tune in. And, of course, my uh, hosting uh, app, which is Podbean. And if you have any questions, comments, or would like for us to look into any issues, give us a call at 404 855-7723. Eight five five seven seven two three. You know, you can always send us an email at one 19 at gmail.com. And you know, I like to end all my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.